This is the Live to Inspire podcast with me, your host, Mo Yunus. Welcome to the Live to Inspire podcast with me, your host, Mo Yunus. Today I am with um, a very, very inspirational family. Um, I have Richard with me from Libby May's Little Angels. Um, unfortunately, his wife, his wife couldn't be with us today. But yeah, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I mean, you know, it's it's been tough, isn't it? But like, yeah, we're we're there. So, how are you? Yeah, I, I'm not too bad, thanks. Yeah, just like you said, it has it has been a bit tough with uh, COVID and everything. But we are starting to see a bit of normality now, right? So, thank God, mate. We needed it, didn't we? We needed it, and the football's been on. So, you know, what can we do? Yeah, of it's course, that, that's definitely definitely helped us. I mean, I went to the um the Villa game last game of the season, and I mean. Seeing all the fans together and everyone just having a great time, it, 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 you know, it feels amazing. It's um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, well, you know, my my um, you going to the villa, maybe not be that inspirational for me, but you know, being a Blues <laughs> fan, but I, I know where you're coming from. I've missed the football, live football, like absolute anything. It's um, my release and what I enjoy the most doing. So yeah, all good. I can understand that, mate. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to um obviously the the charity Libby May's Little Angels, and we're gonna get to we're gonna get to the football and everything, and we're gonna have a great chat today. Um, but I'm gonna start with my opening question, and that is, what is the biggest challenge you have in life right now? It's hard, man, because at the moment I'm going through. Personally, I'm going through a bit of a challenge. Um, one of my mates. Is, is hurting and I, re- I really need to be strong for him and uh and, and you know and if you're watching this I'm, I'm sending the biggest love ever you know um he's one of my closest mates known him from school who's having a hard, really hard time and, and and going through something similar to what, what our family's been through so I'm trying to be really strong for him and be supportive but then on the charity aspect you know it's been a it's been a struggle you know 18 months you know we what why we're so good as a charity is we like to go out and talk about um, and Libby and and the amazing work we're trying to do and that that normally generates you know more interest and more uh, support for the charity and we just haven't been able to do that we you know we I would say like you know the, none of us take a wage and we'll get into that and shortly we're doing it for the love of the charity and and, and Libby like but you know not being able to go out and do events is probably yeah. we're probably 100 grand 100 grand down of where we, the charity wanted to be that's 100 grand we could go you could mm-hmm. go and buy a lot of equipment and help a lot and support a lot of families and you know it, it's been tough but we're getting there we got we got we got a couple of events on the go we, you know so that hopefully it's coming back so but that's the biggest challenge really for me you know well, I, mean, um, I mean how have you how have you, have you overcome that like when covid was was really hitting everyone and we was in in lockdown and stuff how 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 so was you doing stuff from home or was you just not able to do anything at all we the whole i was gonna say it's like a whole plan how we how we might how we generate funds for the charity is doing social events that's what we're good at that's what i think we're, mm-hmm. we're brilliant at you know yeah. we um but we, we haven't been able to do that so you have to everybody's stuck indoors so you then have to jump on the okay zoom come the the biggest thing ever you know um everybody's you know wanting to join like social events so we did a couple of quizzes which um you know uh which was supported by a company for us and they that raised about a thousand pound and like over 
you know, over a couple of quizzes. So that was brilliant. Um, but the whole thing, whole thing changed. Um, but COVID, like the funding, the funding that um, we we provided didn't stop. Actually, it picked up in COVID. Um, oh, wow. I think second, I think second week of, I don't know, when COVID really broke down, we got a message to say um, the hospitals need uh, need some iPads. Obviously, oh. what we didn't know is the the ho- the uh, visiting restrictions changed. Yeah. So obviously everybody's in lockdown, and so if you had a sick baby on the on the neonatal unit, you couldn't go. You could, the mom could only go and see that baby for one hour a day, and it could only be the mom. So dads, grandparents, everybody couldn't see their you know their their, their, their relative, and um, with heartbroken said so the demand of iPads. I think was actually a bit. Not, we had to have um, all the letters from the hospital, but we only delivered when we we went and ordered uh, twenty three iPads. And then we went out delivering them in lockdown. Um, me and Charlotte, my wife, um, and it, it was, it was probably you know it, we was really helping. Um, it, it, the feedback we had was, oh my god, I've just seen my baby because of your iPad. You know, I've just been able to, you know, show my show my parents, um, you know, their grandchild because of your iPad. You oh, know, wow. that was that was a, that was massive. So you know, that was probably one of the biggest. You know the proud one of the proudest moments really for all this, and in a difficult time, the charity stepped up. Um, it was also it was it was horrible. Like you know, we um, our ambassador uh, and our um, well, he was the he was the doctor who found Libby's heart defect. He was an inspiration for us. He was our hero, um, and uh, he lost his life due to COVID. He was an NHS. Work. He was he, he was one of the heroes that we we've been clapping and 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 you know, and we were grieving for him. Um, and that was he died on the twenty fourth of April. Um, and it knocked us for six. Absolutely knocked us. You know, we couldn't we couldn't believe that you know, a man who helped us so much, we tried to help save Libby's life, and save so many other babies' lives because he's he was amazing. Um, he was our hero. It's his life to to COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. It must have been it must have been heartbreaking, especially to see it happen in front of your eyes. You know, someone who who was there to help to help you in your in your tough time to to then just just suddenly go. I can't I can't imagine actually how you felt. Um, but I mean, I did read about. Um, uh, is it you're you're raising money in his name for for some incubators or something? Yeah, so we were we had an idea, and it was a crazy idea because it's a hell of a lot of money. Um, we wanted to buy a, an an incubator mm-hmm. uh, for every hospital that we support. So we're supporting eighteen neonatal units. So that means that's quite a lot of money. So let's round it up. We wanted to raise five hundred thousand pounds. So that was something that we we could see that people as a charity people want to see where the money's going um it's yeah. not going to line our pockets or improve our lives yeah. in any way it's a detriment to us they want to see where the money's going and this is a perfect thing you support our charity and you support an event or do a sponsor thing and there you can see um we are buying something that's going to save a baby's life um yeah. you know uh, it, it's just it's just crazy that what, what what we're trying to do but you know we we thought of that before Vish was the inspiration behind that. You know, why don't you look at doing this and supporting every unit and something that people can get behind and, and really believe in? Um, and in the end, we, you know, we, we, we lost him and it was let's 
turn it into something in his memory as well, not just Libby. Um, it's, it's 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 for him as well. So yeah, we've uh, yeah, it's it's been tough to try and raise the money like to go like you know because we're we're asking people to get out there and probably do stuff we're not allowed to do. Um, yeah, we've got some stuff. Yeah, it must be tough. <laughs> It's one of the things, but you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna say we're gonna raise five hundred grand in two two months. We're not gonna raise it. We just want to raise. We want to buy every hospital we support uh, a piece of life saving equipment. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I completely, yeah, I completely get that. I mean, how how much have you raised at the moment? So, Karen, this is this is where Charlotte would be digging me. Because it's always, it's always telling me not, not to really, because obviously we, you know, we still have to produce accounts like any anybody. Um, yeah. If I if I could if I could take a good a good guess because the accounts haven't gone in, I, I would say we're pushing four hundred and fifty grand, uh, like a, a total uh, since in the eight years we've uh, been in been as a charity. So, which is which is silly. You know, yeah. we started the charity. I remember, Mo, I remember starting the charity. And when, you know, if anybody knows any of the uh, legality behind it, you have to you have to produce a business plan. And uh, they said, and the business plan said, what are you going to raise in the first year of the charity commission? And me and Charlotte was like, I don't know. Well, I don't, we don't know. Uh, let's put 10 grand. It was like, and then the reality is, is well, how do you raise 10 grand in a year? You know, you, you, you love raising money and it's, and it's brilliant. But like, how do you raise that? We're, we don't, we've never done anything like this before. Um, and, you know, in, in the in the first year, I think we've done 75K. Wow. Which is, is ridiculous. You know, it, it's, it's ridiculous, you know. But it's not, it's not I think, you know, it's, um, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I'm sat here. I don't know how we've done it. I don't know. I don't know how we've me and Charlotte as a man and wife that's never really done any fundraising before, apart from the, the you know the bigger charities and stuff. Uh, we've never, you know, you, you, you do the odd stuff, and it, it, how we've done it, I don't know. I don't know. No, we've well, that's what well, you you know you're saying you don't know, and that was what I was going to ask, like because you've come into the unknown and you you're not sure, you know, you're not quite sure about how all this works, but then you've raised. What seventy five grand? You know how, how? What you must have been doing something, right? Obviously. So what was you doing at the time? Right? <laughs> it, it was just getting out there, Mo. It was just like you know, it, it, it weren't to be scared because obviously we was we were grieving in that first. Year. It was it was mm. proper hard. Like you're in some proper dark spaces, and uh, well, it's just like well, we we do a bucket collection here. We'll go and do um, we'll do a ball here. We'll go and um, we'll go and you know. Do, do anything just to you know we're going to we, we got into the carnivals anything where we could interact with people which is why it's been hard the last you know like 18 months anything where you can interact with people because you never know we could be doing a fight and doing 25 pound on a on a teddy tombola um and you never know who you're going to meet and that that 25 pound could turn into um could turn into thousands of pounds we just don't know so I, i'll tell you i'll tell you what we one thing we did do um we was over the far forest country show um and we and, and we didn't have a best of stall positions and we didn't have a good footfall coming through and i think we'd done about 50 pound on the day um and a lady came up to me and she said um where are you from and we started talking about the charity and i said oh we're from we're from bromsgrove and she went i can't tell you who i am i was like how do you mean well um I'll, I'll get in touch with you. I said, like, oh, well, you can't say that. You can't come and say, I can't tell you around, but I, I'll be in touch. Yeah. Um, she ended up being a uh, Bromshire District Councillor. 
We was Bromsgrove Council's Charity of the Year for two years and raised over £9,000 just from an, an, an impromptu, impromptu meeting at a carnival. So we've always used that as our mantra. Let's get out there. Let's see what happens. And if, if it good comes of it, then brilliant. You know, we've talked to five people. That's five people that know about Libby's legacy and what we're trying to do and, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah, it's just, get, just getting out there, mate. It's just, you know, it's really hard. Yeah, so do you think it, it helped, it, you know, when you was grieving at the time, do you think it raising the money and stuff was a distraction and helped in a way or, or was it, or because I mean, it, it must have been a bit of a distraction, right? Or not? Yeah, um, yeah, my mate. I, 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 I come on here though, and probably I weren't going to get like I try not to get emotional I try and be the rock but you know mm. um, it, it was a distraction and, and uh, you know and, and, and it was we was in a dark place and the, the, the therapy we've, we've never had any counselling for any baby loss um, yeah. and our counselling was the charity uh, and how we got through it the pain days was going out there and being it's really corny and stuff um we just went and been a mum and dad to Libby she wasn't here with us we wasn't fortunate to have her here we just went and been a mum and dad to her um and you know I wouldn't be here without the charity yeah yeah that's that's the end of we wouldn't you know I think I think the story I've said a few times was we, we lost Libby and we um, we live in a tiny little village, uh, in, you know, in Catsill. And uh, everybody knew. We sort of, everybody, we felt that our house was full of flowers. Um, and we ran away. We went away to, we went to Turkey. We had to be forced on the plane. Um, and while we were there, we, we, we thought about um, setting up a charity in her name. And that's where we come up with the crazy idea. Um, and we would either drive our car into a brick wall, which is the easy way out, we'll do this. And that's exactly what we've done. And, and we're, we're, we're stronger people. We never thought we could do it. Yeah. We're more confident people. And, and that's, that's the reality of it, mate. You're that low. And that's what I'm feeling for my friend at the moment. He is in a dark, dark place. And he, when you've got to be strong, I'm not a strong, I'd never thought I was strong, but God, no, I know I'm strong now. Yeah, mate. Yeah, like the, re- the respect I have for you guys, it's un- it's unbelievable. It's um, yeah, I can't I can't even begin to imagine. I mean, a lot of people that are listening to this, um, they they'll be the same. They'll be thinking exactly the same. You know how how because because when when this has happened, obviously it's happened to you guys, and you guys have stayed strong. But there might be a lot of couples out there that that can't be as strong, and and you know they they their relationship either breaks or you know like you said they they might take the easy way out or you know they might not be as strong as you guys so I mean if you if you did like what would your message be to 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 parents like that because you guys have have kept it strong and it's unbelievable Um, I think I I think I think it's the right time like you know to tell you about what you know the, the the roller coaster we had with Libby um uh, very early on, um, Libby Libby wasn't planned um, uh, as a as a you know we were we were shocked that she was pregnant. And actually, the biggest shock in our life was we never found out that Charlotte was pregnant until she was twenty six weeks gone. Oh which, wow! Really, really, yeah. So I remember we uh, we thought Charlotte was having an ectopic ectopic pregnancy. 
So she was having some pains in her stomach. Didn't know she was pregnant. And she went and uh, and the doctor, I, think, I was at the doctor's with an ear infection at the time. We both went in and I said, Charlotte, you've got to go and sort out these pains in your stomach. Um, and, and I'm going to, you know, come the same time as me and I'm going to um, get my ear infection checked out. And he's like, okay. And she went in before me and she came out the... Um, she came out the uh, doctors uh, to, to me in the waiting room and said, I'm pregnant. And I was like, you know, well, we haven't planned or anything like that. And it's just like, like the biggest shock we had. And she goes, well, it, it might be on early pregnancy and it might be an ectopic pregnancy where, you know, there, there could be some complications and it's not actually a pregnancy. And I was like, okay. So I remember walking in and it, like, it ain't all about me, but I remember walking back in, into the same doctors and going, got an ear infection but it doesn't really matter now you know so i'm gonna i'm gonna sort my wife and we got booked in for an early pregnancy scan um with the sonographer um uh, and so but anyway with the yeah yeah the woman who scans her and it's like expecting to see some complications and she's not really pregnant and uh, i was looking over the into the screen where you see the you know you see the baby and expecting to if we was pregnant to see uh, a tiny baby and, and i see a full face of a baby and, and the woman went, they said an early pregnancy scan, you got a fully grown baby. And they, they, they told me, they said, she went, I was like, well, how, how far are you gone? And she did all the measurements. She went 26 weeks. And I went to Charlotte, I went to Charlotte, I went 26 weeks, I can't get my head around it. Charlotte, how far is that? She went six months. I said, six months? And you didn't know. And like, you know, and, and literally it was like, and it, the family was shocked, but we was, we was really happy, you know. Um, and then... We, we went for that scan was all fine. It was like right then. So we, Charlotte went back to the doctors and found out all the all the you know all the pregnancy stuff and like why well, you can skip the first three chapters, and uh, and then we were told um, the tragic news of before she had a, a um, an exomphalus, which is where some of the insides grow on the outside in a, in, a, in a sac. So she would need an operation as soon as she was born. Um, she would go over to the children's hospital. We was under fetal medicine at the Birmingham Women's. And then mm -hmm. uh, she, when she was born, she'd have an operation to go over to the children's and uh, and get sewn up uh, and, and done like that. So we was expecting and not the easiest of pregnancies, um, but it was a shock. What was like, everything's all okay. And then Libby was born and uh, and taken away from us, as we was expecting because of this exomphalus. And um, we was really happy. And we was we then got wheeled down to the neonatal unit. If anybody's doesn't know what it one is basically we'll call it a special care baby unit um where uh people where there's babies who need a little bit extra care when they're born to uh go and go in and go and help them or you have a really premature baby where you know they're on full life support so we we went down there and um libby was absolutely tubed up and we was told they're not expecting it to last through the night they don't know what is wrong with that it wasn't anything to do with the exomphalus they don't know and she was on life support and and Really, that that sort of went on for. We, we she survived the night we was with her um, all through the night, and to be honest, we never left her side for the two weeks she was with us. Really, but um, we went, we went, we've uh, we we got friendly with a doctor called Vish, who then uh, found that Libby had a major heart defect, um, where she would have to go over to the children's and get herself fixed um, and have a major heart operation, and. Uh, but they knew what was wrong, so they could take her all off the medication. So she got to open her eyes. We got to see her personality. She had a breathing tube in, which she was trying to pull out all the time. And um, mm. we got, we got, we got, um, she was stroppy like a mom, that's what I always say. But, um, and, and then we went over to the children's and we was, I think it was four days in, five days in, 
and uh, they said, look, we're going to take her down for an exploratory heart um, operation. Basically, we're going to put a stent in the vein and that'll fix everything. And, uh, you know, so she'll be down for about six or seven hours in, in the operation. Go, go, um, go and buy something nice. You'll have her home in a couple of weeks. Uh, Mo, what are you doing to me, man? Um, you know, you'll have her home in a couple of weeks. And uh, that, that night we returned and she was, uh, she came back from the operation. And, uh, I knew someone was up. You've seen the, the, you know, you know, the amazing doctors at the Children's. They're the best in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just looked drained. And I thought, well, it's not up here. There's something up here. And, uh, you know, and, and we were told that night there was nothing I could do for her. And she passed away the following day, um, you know. So it was that, that 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 journey from you know I think from the start of having her to losing her um, was sixteen weeks. So we started off on a massive roller coaster of you know we got the nursery and everything sorted, and we got we got we bought a new car because you know we didn't Charlotte had a little sports car at the time, and that and baby you know we 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 just and then not to have her with us was I don't know what um, was the hardest thing to cope with. I'm never. I've never had to uh, go through anything like that, and I never want anybody to go through it. But if you are yeah. going through it, it's just how we did it. My was, if I was having a bad day, I got somebody right next to me and knew exactly what I was going through. And you know, we'll get onto the, you know, the, she's she's an amazing woman. She's uh, she's my rock, but also I'm her rock. And, and yeah. that's how we got through. We got through it together. You got to be strong. It's hard. You have to take tackle some real bad demons but you, you get there in the end you know um and just 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 stay with it just just find that comfort we have to find we have to find comfort in ourselves um and be, be a little bit selfish as well i have to you know you have to concentrate on me and me and me and the wife to get her through as well as supporting grandparents and aunties and stuff who we have to we have to be there for each other and that's i suppose you know the message i'm trying to say it was a long worded way around it but i think i needed to tell the stories you had to, you had to be there for each other. You know, you, 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 the only person who knows what you're going through is the closest person is your, is your wife, husband, partner. You know, um, yeah, horrible time, but we got there in the end, Mo. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, God, that that, that roller coaster there. That it, it. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, you know, you you're not expecting it but then you're finding out you're gonna have a baby and 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 you expect everything to be fine you get you're prepared for it and then i mean yeah um like i i don't know you guys on a on a personal level like i, I don't speak to you every day and stuff but that's even like hit me like honestly like I, i'm like i'm i'm emotional from hearing that story honestly it's 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 like um I have no words, honestly. I have no words. Like what, what you've been through and how, how you've, how you've now built the charity in, in, you know, in her name and and you've made it into a positive thing. It's 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 crazy. Like the strength that you and Charlotte must have. You know, it's 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 very unfortunate we don't have Charlotte with us today because, because I can tell that you know by by the way you're talking, she really is strong as well, and she really is the rock of the team. So. Yeah, massive respect, massive respect to Charlotte. Um, if, if she's listening to this as well, and um, yeah, honestly, you guys, yeah, like I've said before, it's just, I mean, like like I keep saying, I respect you and stuff, and and it's easy for me to say things like that, and but yeah, 
a lot of people will say that to you, but I really mean it, honestly, because people might come to you and say, you know, yeah, we respect you, they shake your hand and stuff. But, like, some people just say it, and, I mean, I, I honestly mean that from the bottom of my heart. Honestly, mate, it's um, it's it's crazy. And, and like you said about the children's hospital, I've got to agree with that, that the doctors in in the children's hospital, they, they are amazing. Um, It's the Birmingham Children's Hospital, right, you went to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, was it Birmingham Women's? And then, then over to um, over to the Birmingham Children's. We're in intensive care in in, in that paediatric intensive care, which is um, if anybody's ever been in, um, and I don't want you to because it's hell on earth. You know, one one thing we said with um, Libby, we we were it was a community in there. You know, if you had children on the on there, and I remember going because we was expecting Libby to be okay. You know, deep down, it was going to yeah. be hard a hard road, a bit a long road to get her back normal, but. Um, we was expecting it to be okay, and then we, I remember being into um, in there, and a, and a guy came in, and he looked, he looked like death warmed up, and he was like, and I remember supporting him, and and, and you know, and we supporting his family, and, and you know, and Charlie just sat, just chatting as as parents, and they was like, oh, we got a little one in, we're we're expecting to take her home, she's got to have a heart operation, we'll be home, and he his son just got hit, hit and run on a motorcycle, and they just brought him in, and it was like he was. Um, he, he was he was he, he was in a place that I've never seen anybody. I'm like you know expecting my baby to be okay. And the support network there between the families was amazing. Um, and then I remember that the night that you know the, the day we were told that um, there was nothing to do that we could do for Libby. Um, and I, I remember walking back into the the um, the, 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 the the area like the like the way you go the comfort area of the, for the parents and stuff and and the visitors and. He was in there and he was like, hello, mate, how are you doing? How's the little one doing? And I remember saying, we're losing, we're losing her. And the whole, the whole role reversal of all of a sudden, he was the one supporting me and, you know, and, and that only, you know, enough parents, but the whole network of the children's, um, you know, that it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't, I can't thank them enough. And I suppose we, there was never any, um, you know, we've never been back, but that's not a negative reason. We've never been back because that's where Libby passed away. Um, you know, we, we can't, we're not strong enough to go back there, uh, but we've never been back. But we knew that she had the best possible care, um, which is why we want to help. And, you know, and, and as our little thank you back, I remember there's um surgical unit at the children's for small babies and uh, they was out of um, breastfeeding pumps. I think they had, you know, I think there was, I think there was about 20 beds at the children's. Uh, surgical beds for the babies and uh, they only had two breastfeeding pumps so we went and brought them six so you know in 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 that that'll help you know that's that's our, our thank you back and we're we're always offering support you know to the children's if they ever want it you know um yeah. there and that's that's how we can say thank you to them you know for looking after libby and and doing the best they could so yeah i mean there's a there, there's another thing like say you know um in life everything happens for a reason and i've always said that and i mean the it, you obviously you've got the charity going and stuff and i mean you've been given strength you know um which is unfortunately some people don't have and i mean you, the way you guys have kept kept it strong and stuff i mean like i just pray to god that 
there are other parents out there that can handle it in the way you guys have. Um, I mean, like, obviously, you, you are you can be emotional at times. It's all right to be emotional. But, I mean, the way you've kept it strong and kept it going. And, I mean, tell us about the future of Libby May's Little Angels. What do you have planned? Like, because... You, we're gonna you you're gonna keep this going forever and it's getting bigger and bigger so so what are your plans for it it's crazy you know like so, so the plans are to get so you know the, the you know the, the the ventilator incubator the life-saving equipment is always going to be we want to do that um as far as we can do but one thing we have done because we've never really touched on the 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 support type of we've never felt we're strong enough you might everybody might question look how strong you are you can talk about this and and, and really help people which is really good but actually we, we probably haven't realized that for until probably a couple of years um ago where we was like okay we can now reach out to parents uh who have had similar situations to us baby loss um especially neonatal baby loss there isn't there's no, I don't, I don't see the differentiation between maybe a stillborn baby uh, and maybe like um, something you've lost during pregnancy. I don't, I don't, I don't see the difference. A baby's a baby, um, you know, and it's still the emotional attachment. That's your, that's your future right there that you've had growing inside you, and, that, and that's been taken away. I, I don't see. But we want to reach out, and some of the charity did, um, which is probably always what we wanted to do, but we've never been strong enough. Is to do memory boxes. Now, if your baby passed away, and like I said, I'm, I'm never going to knock the children's. Um, when the baby, when Lim Libby passed away, we was given um, a, a not sentiment but a memory box, um, which was like, I imagine like a cardboard, I think Spain is like a cardboard box with like a folder divider maybe in between the snaps down. I don't know if anybody, that's probably a rubbish way of describing it, Mo, but um, people are going, hopefully know what I mean. Uh, and that one we had to, to, you know, to put, Libby's memories in and yeah. and it, 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 it wasn't very good we went and brought our own I don't think I don't think we've even got that box anymore and that's not been we, we wanted something special so we've actually mm -hmm. created a charity memory box so if you've lost your baby in neonatal um we will get a memory box and it, it, it's 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 personal to you we, from our we built it with our love and knowing what we would have wanted in a memory box um at that time and we've had we you know it's like hand and footprint you know, type of things. And that, that that's the future. I think it's us, us getting out there and, and, and trying to help people who have maybe gone through the same journey as us. And but also tap into that I want um I want to be um I want to be a person where I can I can be a person where you can help so this doesn't how uh, happen again or just to help just to go through that journey and that's what the charity is doing. If you're in neonatal you know, um, I'll I, I tell you. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you another thing. that was an inspiration for the charity. Um, and I always tell this story. It's a, it's, it's a bit of um, a, a bit of a bad one. Uh, I was still a Charlotte had a C-section. Libby, obviously, with the complications with the exomphalus. So Charlotte in there now. So had um, a nice reclining chair that she could uh, go and you know go and relax on. She just had a C-section. You know. Uh, and begrudgingly, I, I love that chair because, like, when when Charlotte was in there, I sat in it. It was nice and comfy. But I, I would class I had a plastic school chair. The moment you've met me, and I, I'm six foot five. I'm not nine stone. Um, I know I might look it, but the cameras camera lies. But I'm not nine stone, and I was uncomfortable. And and I thought, I tell you what, I'll go and buy. We'll go and buy some comfortable chairs for Birmingham Women's Hospital. 
and 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 we did, and we 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 brought I think about six. We brought on six units. We brought comfortable chairs for parents and mums. You know, uh, just just that, like you know, like we we got a vision how we can improve. The NHS is amazing, and and they're our heroes, and, and they've shown, and everybody stepped up. But they can't do everything that you know. Yeah. They they love to. We'd like to provide. The, the little bit extras, the comfortable chairs. We've done, um, you know, we've done maybe like, a, we've done like um, end-of-life care rooms where we've walked into Heartland's Hospital and um, they, they, were, they were clinical rooms. They were like hospital rooms. Well, we never got to take Libby home. Um, and what if, you know, when we was in a clinical room, so we know how hard that is if you can't take them home. And we built a home from the home in these rooms, you know, with soft furnishings and nice comfy bed, everything, you know, curtains, TV, just some as a home from home. And, you know, they're used for the parents to stay, but they're also used for when, when your baby's going to pass away and you, you're with the final moments with them because that's moments you're going to cherish. And if, what would you rather be in a, in a, in a clinical room that looks like a hospital or a room that looks like a home? Well, Libby Mays, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, we've got we've got to mention as well. We have another another little legend um, that's a part of Libby Mays charity, um, and that's your son Riley, right? So yes. tell us about because because I've seen I've seen I've seen what he does for 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 the charity, um, and. You know he's so young and and the way he he carries himself and he does everything and he, he talks and yeah um even him he's he's an inspirational um inspiration as well so yeah tell us more about riley so um yeah so uh we found like uh, i think eight, 18 months after losing the v maybe i'll do the maths i am rubbish at maths now but like eight months okay. we uh Found out we was pregnant. We was, uh, Charlotte was pregnant again. Um, this one, she won't. We didn't know she was six months gone. I think it was, to be honest, Mo. We knew after about six minutes we had an inkling that uh, you know Charlotte was pregnant. So, um, but I don't want to go into that details. But like you know, so we, yeah, we, okay. knew, we knew we knew Charlotte was. Uh, we, we knew Charlotte was probably going to be. Uh, you know, we knew he was pregnant. He was probably planned. Um, it, Riley was never a replacement. Um, I always wanted a uh, a boy girl combo, and, and I got that. Maybe the one you, you always maybe want a boy first to maybe look after his little yeah. sister. Yeah. But, um, you know, we had we had it, and Riley, and um, one one thing we like to call it. So when you lose a baby, and I don't know if it's a term you've ever heard of, Mo. Uh, when you lose a baby and then have another one after, they're your rainbow baby, um, and, yeah, and and Riley. Is, yeah. Yeah, and 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 Riley is our rainbow baby. So wh where do I start with him? Because you know, as parents, um, and and you know, and, and people might relate to this, uh, how much you protect them from the bad things in life. You know, um, and 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 this the the baby loss. How much do you protect him from from that, really? Because yeah, he has a sister. He talks about his sister all the time, um, mm -hmm. and you know, and and he's and he's and he's with us. Or you know, if we're doing a charity event, um, you know, he's with us, and he and he and he's, and he's benefited from it. You know, we obviously we don't talk about. You know, we we know that uh, we've got a, a, you know a, a big sister living in the sky looking after him, but uh, yeah, and he's just. Took it on. It's helped. He's always around people. Um, I remember we did it. The last ball we did um, was hosted by Will Meller. Um, 
of Coronation Street fame, Holly Oates. Uh, I think a few of the ladies have been, have been nodding. He's a good-looking bloke, um, you know, but an amazing bloke. And, and, he, and we was doing our uh, briefing with him about the ball he was hosting, and, uh, and Riley was with us, and he said to us, um, I, 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 want, I want to um, use Riley if I can. And, we, you know, our ball's 300 people strong, um, you know, and, and he said, he's so confident. Can I get him on the stage? Because he, he, I want him to talk. And uh, he did. He got in front of the stage and he went, all he said was, I want you to raise lots of money for my little, and for my big sister. Uh-huh. You know, and, it, it, and, he's, and he's always took that, you know. So every year we try and, um, on Libby's anniversary, which is the 26th of April, uh, we like to go pink. Uh, the charity's very pink, um, and you know, in her, and she's a girl, and everything like that. So we try and uh, do a bit, a bit of fundraising. So the first one he got involved with, um, he was, uh, and he did it for Libby. And then with Fish passing away as well, around the same sort of time, he did a walk around our close um, twenty six times. Uh, laps around the close and you know because we was in full lockdown all our neighbours came out um, and was dropping money on the floor all social distance which was crazy mm-hmm. but real community feel and uh, and he did that and he, and he, and he ran and he was uh, he wore his t-shirt with a picture of uh, Libby and, and, and Fish on there um, so that was, that was really good and he just he goes this year he goes I want to do something else so uh, he raised three and a half grand um, on the first time, which is as a six-year-old and, and bad, I suppose. I'll give him that. Um, and then it was a little bit, uh, you know, this time he, he went to go and cycle. Um, he, he just got in, just literally just got him riding on his bike and uh, properly without his stabilizer. So I want to do a, a cycle race. And I was like, okay, well, why don't you do 26 miles in the month of April? So we got him a little the pedometer I think they're called and I put that on his little bike and he went round like the local church and like everybody used to come out and then he used to clap and he just and he, he didn't to be honest he didn't raise we didn't like you know we don't, we don't like to we'd like to you know we, obviously for a charity he's, he's actually amazing he's part of our charity but we didn't so we, I think he did about 800, 900 quid again like you know no, it's just it's just he just wants to help he obviously sees his mum you know we're being you know we have to you know he's our priority but we also got to be a, a mom to mom and dad to Libby, um, and that's what we do. And he's a, and he's a brother, and, and he sees it like that. And you know, and, you know, people people commend us to say you've done really well with him. And like you know, we, we, he's our he's so precious to us that we do wrap him in cotton wool. But if anybody who's met him, um, he's a, he's a credit to us, and he's a credit to the charity as yeah. well. But, yeah, um, I mean, sorry. Yeah, I mean, does it? Does it? Does it? Does he ask? Any questions? Because I mean, kids are always curious, aren't they? And and they always, you know, like to know stuff. Does is he like that? Does he ask questions about his sister or, or anything? Or he always asks about his sister and why she why she isn't with him because like he'll say like um, oh, what what would Libby be like? Would she like to play with me? Would she like to? I was like, of course she would, mate. I said she just isn't here. She was too, she was too, too precious for this world. Who's how how we you know is is how you you know. Dad and I, you know, the, the language you try and use with the six-year-old, was too, she was too precious. Well, she's looking down on you, you know. And then we go, um, so anybody who knows us knows we like a holiday, um, which we haven't been able to do in the last 18 months, however, you know. So, but he, you know, he's been he's been on a couple of flights and we always say Libby's in the sky. So I think every time he's ever taken off, um, 
he's gone, he's living on that cloud, and we go, yeah, if you have a look, you might be able to see that. And he, and he, and he we do it that way. We, we try. He's, he's so cute and he's so good, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, but he, he, he feels like he understands it, but in a way that only a six-year-old can. But like you yeah. said, he, he was, he was never a replacement. We never said, oh, I'm going to have yeah. another. A baby, to, he he's he, but he helps. You know, if we're having a bad day now, okay, me and Charlotte get through it together. But we've got some a walking, talking that needs our support. You know, and and, and he's amazing. No, I can't. I can't bring. If you liked me too, Mo, I can bring him in if you want me to ask. Yeah, him. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I was literally just gonna say. We need to have him on. We need to have a chat with him. Yeah, so yeah, sure. yeah, of course, definitely. Okay, well, let, 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 let me go in. Mo, when I get up. We'll see this shirt here, haven't they? They're far better than this one here. No, the one in the middle. I'd like to see the one in the middle, but not yeah. the one in the middle. Hello, Riley. How are you, mate? Good. All right, so we've, we, we've, um, we've been talking about you and talking about how amazing you are and how confident you are. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to start off because, obviously, your dad sports Birmingham City, doesn't he? And your, and your mom's a Villa fan. And I, I, I want you to tell the listeners which footsteps you followed and who you support. Why don't your dad's hit? Why don't your dad's I'm not saying anything, but I'm just putting my hands up. I'm not forcing him. Go on. I would say Villa. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, you've got to say Villa, right? Because Blues are, you know, Villa in the Premier League, aren't they? And, and Blues. You met me. <laughs> As well, haven't you? Yeah, I've met Matty. Tell us about that. How, how did that? How did that come along? Well, we were at the um, airport, and we were by a cafe, and um, he was there with his, he was there with with his brother, and was and my mummy and auntie Sarah were like, I know him from the villa, so I went over. <laughs> And said hello, and he was, and on the plane, he was on the sea behind us. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, I mean, did he, did he speak too much? Well, yeah, he did. I had his autograph as well. Oh, and you had a picture with him, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So, oh, okay, um, we were, we were also just talking about, obviously, you... You've been riding riding a bike to raise money for for Libby, haven't you, and and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and and do do you love doing all that kind of stuff? How, how you know how how do you feel doing all that? Must be great. Well, I do feel happy about myself, and I feel proud about myself. So, if you want to raise money, you do raise money. Of course, now that's that's a big message I mean to send to all the listeners because if you want to raise it, you've got to get out there and and do it, haven't you? Like you do, yeah. Because you go out, you go out and you collect money and and you do you do all sorts, don't you? Yeah. So the did you have any? Sorry, carry on. Yeah. Walk was like um, I know it was a long walk, but I had to do it. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you just got on with it, didn't you? You didn't, you didn't, you just, you, you just did it. And I mean, that's the only, that's the best way, isn't it? To just do it. Yeah, I was going to climb Snowden, but it got cancelled. Yeah, but but I, I, bet you could, I bet you could take that on, right? I bet that would be easy for you. Yeah, easy. Yeah. 
Easy, easy. So, so what, what, what are you gonna? What, you, what, what is there anything else you'd like to do? What, what do you want to do next to raise money? Well, after Snowden, I think I might do like any sort of stuff, really. Many things to raise money. Yeah, maybe I might play a sponsored football match. Yeah, maybe. Anything really I would do. What about getting what about getting your dad's head shaved or putting him in a bath of ba- uh, a bath of baked beans? Bath of baked beans. Well, wow, something like that, really. Mate, me and you are yeah. friends, we could easily fall out, you know. Oh <laughs> mate, you're a blues fan, are you a blues fan? I've got I've got to put I've got to put you in some sort of trouble, haven't I? That's true. I can't mate, natural naturally falling out my hair at the moment, I think. You know, it's gonna fall out anyway. <laughs> I mean, when, when obviously, oh, oh, Riley, I've got a better idea. Why don't we get your dad to wear a villa shirt? Why don't we get your dad to wear a villa shirt for a whole day? Yeah. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, 24 hour challenge. We'll do it when villa play as well. So then, when villa play, you look like a proper villa fan sitting there with his villa shirt. What about that? Yeah. If Villa, if Villa win the Premier League, we're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, I, I think, okay, so that that probably won't won't that I don't think I don't think that I think what about this? If Villa, all right, let's let's say this. If Villa score a goal on the first game of the season, your dad's got to do it. Yeah. What about that? That's a yeah. better one. Yeah? Cool. So you've got to do that now. All right, Richard. What if if the Blues score a goal in the first month, mate? Are you going to wear a blue shirt? Um, probably. Oh, a blue shirt. I mean, I mean, I think you've got to do it first. You've got to do okay. it first. Honestly, if you do, if you do it first, then I'll do it. I'll agree to do it. Okay, mate. Cool. All right. Let's let's yeah, do that yeah. then. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's okay. Before 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 you go, Riley. What about the Euros? You've been watching England, right? Yeah, I've been watching England. And Super Jack, he's he's, he's your favourite, isn't he? He's he's our yeah. favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you think do you think we're gonna do you think we'll win the Euros? Because I mean, this is pre-recorded. This this podcast is, and obviously yeah. England hasn't played yet. So do you think we'll win it? Well, if Italy do good and we do good, we win. If we both do rubbish, we win. But if we go go rubbish and they go good. Lose. Yeah. That, yeah. So it is it is gonna be one of those tough games. I think we're all gonna be on the edge of our seats with that, aren't we, Riley? Yeah. What what's your what's your prediction for the game? Do you have a prediction? Well, I do have a I do have a prediction. I would say about Two-two in the first half, and I think it might go to. Oh, extra time! Do you think it'll go to penalties? Yeah. Oh wow! I was thinking that. I was thinking. I I thought the same thing. I think it will go all the way. I think it will be one-one, and I think it will go all the way. I think it will go to penalties, and I don't know who won that. Yeah, but you know what happened with Denmark? I think. If it happens again, we've definitely won, but if it doesn't, we haven't got really the technique. 
Yeah, I think we've got to be a bit better than, than we did against Denmark, though, right? Because we're playing Italy now, and Italy are quite good, aren't they? So I think I think we need to be a bit better than that. I think the one thing Gareth needs to do is start who? Um, I think he needs to start... Our main man, right? Yeah, our big man, Super Jack. Super Jack, of course. Needs... Yeah, I think he needs to get him off the bench a little bit more. Yeah, I know. It, of course, I, I agree with that hundred percent. And 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 your dad's behind you, and he probably he, it would probably hurt him to say it out loud. But I know he's thinking the same thing because Jack's a brilliant player, isn't he? So, well, yeah, well, well he's, he's wearing an England shirt. I don't care. He just just bring it home. You know, just bring it home. Before we say goodbye to you, before we say goodbye to you, Riley, I wanna I wanna ask um a quick question, and that's um. What should advice to people to make them feel better? Well, would I would say if you want to raise money, you can, but if you don't want to raise it, you don't need to. You don't need to. So just, just, just do whatever feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Just do, what do whatever you. feels right. Brilliant, brilliant, inspirational message. Thanks, thanks very much, Riley, for coming on. Okay, then. Oh, okay, up the video. Take care. Okay, See you later. Bye. Up the What are you doing to me? You made me oh, emotional. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you're turning my son into a, a Villa fan. Oh, mate, I think he already is a Villa fan. I think, I think, he, I think he just don't want to face it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um but yeah man, it's um it's been amazing, amazing having you on. Um such an inspiration um speaking to, to all of you guys. Um love goes out to, to your wife who couldn't be with us today, um as she's not feeling very well. Um but before before we do wrap this up, I've got to got to ask, you know, what would your message of inspiration be to to people um who are going through a tough time at the minute? So it, it's, you know, it's sometimes hard for me to say I'm inspiration. I've just done whatever mm. I can to make, you know, me a better person. Obviously, I, I am a better person. You know, probably before this, I was, you know, we was materialistic and, and probably a little bit selfish, Mo. And really, um, you have to do what makes you happy. Um, mm. You know, we all... We realised that we would be good parents. Um, never really thought about that because we, we thought we were selfish and never could really like dedicate our passion or time to any, anything apart from ourselves, which you know, which is wrong. You know, you know. Um, and then it's just being just being yourself. What what you see is what you get. You know, we're I'm just a dad. I'm just a normal bloke. I'm you know quite tubby, a little bit goofy. You know, um, and, and that's me. You know, and Charlotte's exactly the same thing. Not tubby or goofy. Just she's just herself. You know, we're just a mom and dad who's just trying to help. And, you know, and that, that, if that ends, you know, if you just, just be yourself. And how we've done it is probably, you know, how we did it, I don't know. But I've got an inkling um, because Fish give us, you know, you know, he was, like I said, a massive character, like help to the charity. And we asked him the question, why has this happened to me and Charlotte? We're good people. Yeah. We've never broke the law and everything like that. And he said, because you can do this you can turn a negative into this massive positive and help other people and if that was if that you know 
if we're a strong believer in fights and stuff like that, we would, that's the reason why we're, we're here now. We, we can help other people. And that, that's not blowing yeah. my own trumpet. It, it's just how to inspire people. It's just be yourself. You know, it's something, we're, we're not everybody's cup of tea. Um, you know, we're not the most professional charity in the world, but we're a family charity. We don't take a penny. Every yeah. penny you get, every penny we get donated goes into the charity and to help people. And that's, you know, and, and if, if you're inspiring, always try and do your best by other people because you never know what that other person's going through. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect, um, perfect message there. I mean, I've I've filmed six ep- six episodes now of this podcast, and I've never felt the way I felt. Honestly, speaking speaking to you guys and hearing hearing what you spoke about today, I, and like you just said there about why why did this happen to 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 you and your wife you know i i ask that question myself every day why why am i like this what have i done to be like this what when i see people out there who are my mates and stuff and they're living life and they're they're doing all the normal things and i can't do it i I always ask that question and and a lot of people come back with the same answer that it's because you can handle it and you can you've you know you've turned it into a positive by winning awards and, and inspiring people and and yeah, 100%. I have to agree with you on that one. It's um, just be yourself. And like you said, you don't need to be the most professional charity because your family charity and everything you're doing is is look at look how well you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing you're doing something right, definitely. Um, but yeah, like I said, thanks very much for coming on today. Where can the listeners and viewers find you, mate? Um, social media links, etc. So yeah, so we're we're Libby May's Angels on. Uh, so L I double B Y M A E S May's Angels on Twitter, uh, Libby May's Little Angels on Facebook, uh, Libby May's Little Angels on Instagram, uh, which is more like a family journey, but also with the charity twins as well. Um, but yeah, just anything, just drop just drop us a line if you want to help. We're here. Um, you know, we're not pushy. We, you know, we just we just here to help other people. And if you're that way inclined, come and have a chat because every every penny that your hard work is going to raise. We'll go back to the charity and help other people. That, that, that's it, mate. And I might have really enjoyed it. You've, uh, you've got, you know, you've got me a little bit emotional, which I've, I promise same I won't do. I've got to say the same to you. You've got me emotional yeah. as well. So. You know, and, and, and like you know, it's it's been a pleasure, like um, not knowing you personally, but actually following your journey. And uh, and mate, you just keep doing it. Just keep keep doing what you're doing. Um, you inspire so many people, and it was a pleasure to meet you at that time at Villa Park. And, and 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 since then, it, it, you know, we you know, it's been it's been great. Like uh, you know, just the chatting and what we have done. So thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. I apologise for Charlotte, and uh, she's sending a, a love to you as well. Um, and, you know, I know she'd like to be here. Just to just literally to shut me up waffling. That's you know, man and wife. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't say that, Richard. Don't do that, or don't do this, or do it this way. I I would have done it this way. You know, that that'll come out when she watches this way, and I'll um I'll get a few um feedback forms for her. Um, I'm to say there's nothing I'm gonna say about Charlotte because she is the brightest one. She's the Villa fan, so so yeah, I've I've, I've got to take her side on that part. Um, no, no. No, you've let me you've let me on your podcast, so that's so we're not going to fall out. It's been it's been it's been amazing. So, but I'm I'm never going to agree with the Villa stuff, you know. And there's people probably my friends watching this are going, you have a Blues fan, and yeah, I'm not I'm not turning. Don't worry, I, I, I'm as blue as they come, you know. Once like, blue, like, before we before we do finish, we I meant I meant what I said, but you've got to do it as well about uh-huh. the Villa and the blue shirt. I'll I'll do that. For, for Libby, for Libby, I'll do that. You've got to do it as well, though. 
Somebody once somebody once said to us, second city right, second city rivalry, Libby comes first. Mate, of course I'll wear a villa shirt, not a problem. Of course, of course. All right, cool. We'll do it. I'll do it as well. Take care, mate. All the best then. All right. Yeah. This has been the Twins. See you later, Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Live to Inspire podcast with me, your host, Mo Eunice. Please comment, like and share to help build our global community.